And welcome back to another episode of the Geeks and Chariots. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And we are in the penultimate episode of Miss Marvel. The second to last episode. And what I'm going to call the epitome of the problems that I have with most of these Marvel TV shows. And maybe just Disney Plus shows in general. Yeah, because there is... I mean, granted, I think the episode... Is fine. Is fine, For but... The first half. Yeah, but it's very apparent, like, once you finish watching this episode, that it's like, well, that's interesting. Because, alright, we'll, we'll get into, like, I guess the first half, because this is very uh, distinct. First half, and then the second half. Yeah. Like, the second half is where, honestly, all the problems with this episode come from, because the first half um, is honestly what I expected it to be after what we where we last left off. Mm-hmm. Uh the audience gets sort of like a okay history rundown of like hey this is what partition is you even have that old timey uh like uh recently the japs are the japanese have entered uh okay. the uh okinawa and like you know, <laughs> yeah yeah it has that war that, to an answer kind yeah because that happened in the in the 40s and 50s yeah. so yeah it, it is a nice uh tr- way to get that like, have you ever so seen it, Korra, the, whoever voice acts the, the narration? Yeah, and that's very yeah. evocative of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it gets the whole rundown, like, hey, you know, it's the, I uh, guess, uh, a partition is happening, and the British have divided uh, India into three separate places, and, uh, you know, it's causing a bunch of riots and stuff. Here's more on that in Lebanon. So, th- there's that, but we get also, it's basically our setup and backstory to Aisha and... Pretty much what what she was doing. Yeah, and it just establishes like one why she just chose not to help out the rest of the people. Which is, I mean, pra- fairly obvious. Yeah, uh, she starts a family. You know, she she finds love. Yeah, like you know, she has like a, has a kid. You know, the yeah. daughter. You know, uh, Kamala's grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they have this whole thing, and obviously there is a bit like some subtle. Sort of, uh, stuff going on with like uh the dad being a muslim and you know not being like even though he was like yeah we have to band together you know like mm. what gandhi said but there's clear like how come no one buys stuff for me anymore is it because i'm a muslim <laughs> yeah no it's it's one of those things where we're not going to give that deep of a dive into it because well i wish we did because that's just a really cool idea but it's just enough to like understand the situation right yeah I and mean, there's always there's just historical context to it there's a reason why pakistan which was a part of india is mm-hmm. now fully muslim and there's a lot of uh stuff political stuff going around with the hindus and muslims in india obviously not the podcast to get into that no 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 we are we are not <laughs> and from that part of the world yeah and marvel knew it as well as like all right we can hint at this, but we're definitely not going to jump into well, it. Well, not just that. It's just like, <laughs> and this is what I mean in in terms, and then we can go further into this as we go along, the the idea of how short these sh- these shows are. Because you could clearly tell they wanted to do more with this. Right. Yeah. Because, like, just, I mean, just the talk of, of partition and the separations of, of these people of, of color and based on their religion and like and all that stuff it's just it's a very like interesting topic it's a topic that i've you would kind of see in sometimes in marvel comics right like they don't you know sometimes in the comics they don't shy away from that they i mean 
Matt Murdock is a devout Catholic. Yeah, and uh, and obviously he is a bad Catholic. Yeah, and the and the Netflix show definitely delves into that aspect of his character of like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I'm a Catholic and yeah, I do all these terrible things. I feel very remorseful about it, but at the same time, I believe what I'm doing is right. Mm-hmm. You know, very classic sort of a struggle there. Yeah, Catholic guilt. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, uh, and as you said, uh, you know, um, uh, what's her name? Naja. Yeah. Uh, you know, she shows up. Uh, sort of like right before, like you know, they have to move and stuff, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hey, Aisha, I found you. Let's go home. Where's the bangle?" And it's like, "Uh, I put the bangle somewhere different. I, it's gonna take me some time to get it, though. Don't don't worry. Which, I'm I'm totally gonna go get it." Which I guess you can say is the explanation as to why she doesn't trust uh, Kamala. Kamala. But it's just it again, longer time. Again, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, uh, but, you know, it clearly sets up, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, I because yeah, I have a family. Look and I'm a little girl. I, I, I'm living a solid life. I understand you guys are kind of probably miffed about it, but, like, I made the best out of our situation, you know? Maybe you should, too. Yeah, so the whole, you know, train sequence happens. They're trying to get to the thing, and uh, Naja sort of uh, finds Aisha and just is like, where's the bangle? And it's like... You listen, you know, explaining what we were saying, you know, like, I have a family, you guys gotta, like, you know, let it go, and then she gets stabbed. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna find the bangle. No, that's exactly what he says, like, I'm gonna find the bangle. Yeah. Where's the bangle? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we learned that, yeah, Aisha was murdered. And, you know, uh, and that's like, yeah, she's like, Naja's very like, I want the bangle, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. You know? Um... And that's where we cut back to where Kamala is, mm. because... Somehow she was summoned? Yeah, I'm guessing, like, through the power of the bangle, mm. it brought Kamala back to essentially do a whole, uh, like... <laughs> I like, like, not to create a time paradox, or... Like, okay, so basically... She is the reason why uh, Kamala's grandma was able to get back to her father when she was lost. She, she backed to the future. It. Yeah, yeah. She kind of backed to the future. It. Yeah. Like she's the reason why that happened. Because mm-hmm. the bangle brought her back, and Aisha was like, "You gotta go, you know, get, you know, you know, my daughter to the thing." And it's like, and you know, as Kamala's doing it, it's like, you know, because they have a story like, "Oh, I walk through the stars or whatever mm-hmm. and get back to my father," is what the grandma would say, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh. I did that. I caused that. <laughs> she has like grandpa a grandpa paradox. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like a not like I'm my own grandpa, but like oh, I helped my own grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, considering how time it's I don't know, like time travel is always is, is obviously weird, very weird in the Marvel universe. Uh, it's either, it doesn't have consequences remember yeah it doesn't really have consequences as explained in, in infinity war and then obviously uh well, in game and then obviously we have the uh tva from loki having to like trim like stuff from the sacred timeline although now that's all thrown out of the way mm-hmm. to help set up you know various things and uh yeah we she sort of like comes back to uh present day where uh I say a bulk of uh, our problems with the show start to happen. Oh no! They uh, like like 
There were so many goods. And then, like, I don't know what happened. I think the best thing to say compared to is, like, that... It's, like, it's 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 bottom of the ninth, right? Bases are loaded. It's a guy who's always the home run hitter. He's getting ready to bat. They throw, the, they throw a fastball. He hits it. We're all expecting a home run from this dude. And then, all of a sudden, it's a three out. Uh... And then it's the third out. He just flies out. Yeah, yeah. Just, I was expecting it to be more like, uh, you know, there's uh, no outs, and then he just hits into a triple play, <laughs> which is kind of funny because I, I don't think triple plays ever happen in baseball that lot because it's like it's very hard to do, but it'd be it's very funny. It's, it's like it's very funny how this happens. Yeah, but, everything is just solved. <laughs> yeah, because Kamal gets back to you, but because of what. Uh, happened she basically yeah they open a way to the the other dimension somehow yeah because of the contact that was made you know in the last episode causes a rift and you know all the clandestine are like yay we can finally go home and one of them starts to like go there and then she gets turned to stone and then like <laughs> crumples up yeah crumples up in a skeleton in a, and in dies a, in a very pg-13 horse yeah, it's very PG thirteen, no blood whatsoever. Like the, like it's still kind of like it's horrifying. It's still horrifying because this lady just goes, and then like turns the stone, and then as the stone crumbles, her bones are in there. Yeah. it's like that's kind of messed up, but there's no blood. Everything's fine because that's, Everything's, that's how you get out of it. Yeah, that's that's how you make this PG thirteen, and you know it starts to like you know all this stuff starts to come you know what's out. Funny, yeah, they turn to stone. And that's one of the things that happens to the Inhumans, you know, once they gain contact with the Terrigen Mist. Yeah, but in this case, they don't. Yeah, because I yeah, because they turn to stone and then like they pop out like a cocoon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in this case, they pop out into bones because they're dead. Because they're dead, <laughs> they no longer live. Yeah, and uh, you know. Uh, like Kamala's trying to get everybody out, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Najee's just sort of like standing there looking at it, and it's like Kamala's just trying, like, you gotta help me close this, man. Like, it's gonna consume everything, and it's like he's like, well, you're making it sound a lot more dramatic than it was, <laughs> a little bit, because you know it's just Kamala just yelling. He's like, please help me stop this, and she's just standing there, like, nah, I can make it through. I think I got this. I think I can go through. And then like Kamala's like doing trying to do a whole dramatic thing of like. But what about Cameron? What about your son? I like, left. Like you, you know, like you, you killed my, you know, like Aisha. All she ever wanted was a family, and she had it. And you took it away from her. You know, are you gonna do that to Cameron? And there's like a moment where I'm like, I'm thinking she probably is. I mean, she just left her son. <laughs> yeah, she basically abandoned her In a son. Supermax prison. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. And you know, it's uh, like, you know, she starts like. Think, like she thinks he can go through mm-hmm. but then like as soon as like Kamala's like don't take don't rob Kamran of his mother and it's like she's like all right um i have an idea it'll probably work and she's like she, she goes through it she obviously turns into like stone and dies mm-hmm. but it closes the rift and then like some energy like shoots out heads to Kamran, hits him and then now he has powers too that's right that's what happened because I, I was like what happened but I guess he did rob. <laughs> they did rob him of his mother now. 
Yeah, well, I guess it's a weird, like, yeah, okay, I love my son, but I, you know, but I, you know, I also didn't like that he abandoned, I, you know, that he, you know, that he didn't help me complete my mission, but at the same mm-hmm. time, he is my son, and I do want him to live and not get destroyed by this world-ending event. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I'll save him. That's the only reason why I'm going to do this. But now that Kamran has powers, uh, you know, that's like... I mean, I guess it makes kind of sense, because Kamala is half. Mm-hmm. Although I think, like, her blood is probably more diluted now. Yeah. Uh, don't know where to go with that. No. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I know I phrased that weird, but I, what I mean to say is that like she's probably Kamala's probably like what one fourth clandestine now. Yeah. Well, Kamran's definitely like full half mm-hmm. because you know Kamala gets it from her great grandma. Yeah. And then Kamran gets it from his mom. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I meant. I know it sounded weird. I apologize for that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, <clears throat> but um, it essentially. This is all happens in front of <clears throat> her mother and grandmother. Yeah. And, and they take it very chill. Well, the grandma obviously is like... Yeah, uh, and she's, she's, she, 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 like, literally as soon as, like, the mom finds out, like, yep, honey, we're all magical. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, it's the grandma's, that's obviously, that's obviously her reaction. Yeah, because uh, she knew this was happening. Yeah, like, I can see the vision too, Kamala. That's why you have to come back to Pakistan. Is that your accent now? It was a bad accent. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Listen, she has a very distinct accent. Um, and then the mother is like, wait, so you're the light girl, girl? You know, like, <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah. And, you know, they have like a bit of a bonding moment where all three of them have like a very quick bonding moment. <laughs> yeah. Like they're back at home because, yeah. I, you know, during this whole mm-hmm. first half, like Kamala's mom was so like, where is she? Where's Kamala? We have to find her. Mm-hmm. She, she's not answering her phone. Uh, but now they're here, like, they're reminiscing about old things. There's, like, Kamala sees her, like, mom and, like, uh, when she was young and, like, rebellious. And it's like, that's weird <laughs> for, for Kamala. Yeah. It's a nice bonding moment after what yeah, essentially... Yeah, no, that was a nice moment. I like that. Yeah, but at the same time, like, it happens, like, after what essentially is a five-minute wrap-up of, like, the biggest threat of the plot so far was, hey, the clandestine want the bangle. To open the portal back to her home world, but if they do it, it'll you know it will essentially destroy the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think it's gonna be like that's the setup for the final episode. Like it's coming out, and like Kamala has to stop it. But here, it's wrapped up in like five minutes. The issue with the mother is wrapped up in five minutes. Yep. Now, it's like the mom's not even like, you know, like I don't want you to be out there hearing anymore. She's like, you know, I've been a bit of a controlling Kamala, but you know what? You got this, you know? I was like, wow, really? We're, we're just going to, like, slightly accept this? Like, I mean, some people might say, like, oh, yeah, but, like, Aunt May was... Like, yeah, but Aunt May had, yeah. took time to deal with it. Yeah, because especially because when you think about, you know, how that whole happened, how that happened, is yeah. that she finds out at the end of the movie, and you don't see, like, you know, that she's fine with it until, like, the second movie at the start. Yeah. Like, you can assume that time has passed where she's like, okay, I, I guess I'm fine with this. Also, I'm going to use the fuck out of the fact that I know you're Spider-Man by helping out my... <laughs> yeah, my, my, you know... My charity run stuff. Yeah, like, you know, she clearly, like, had to warm up to it, you know, off-screen, off, still. Yeah. Here, it's, like, straight up, like, oh, you're the light girl? Huh, I guess all that weird stuff makes sense. You know what? 
Good on you, honey. Good on you. Go be a superhero. Go, go, go. God, I got nothing. Because <laughs> it's just, it's so quick. It's been, speaking of quick, um, back in Jersey, right? Yeah. Bruno uh, meets up with, um. Comron. Comron. Because Comron's like, hey, uh, I got these powers now. Yeah. I need help. Yeah, nice scene, nice scene, by the way. Yeah, because it's kind of like them kind of sort of finally bonding, and he's like, wait, your brain's Bruno? I thought it was Brian, bro. I'm, like, legit. It's the other way around. <laughs> he thought his name was Brian, not Bruno. Oh, right. But you know what I mean, though. No, but you just proved the point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've, I'm sorry, Bruno. You look like a Brian. Like, who names their kid Bruno, and he doesn't look like either Bruno Mars or, uh, or, or, or some other, like, weird-looking guy. He just looks like a regular guy. That's probably why he thought he was Brian. It's like, you don't look like a Bruno. <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, yeah, it's, um, it, I like that scene because they're, they're both, like, get very awkward because, like, I, I don't really talk to you at all. Yeah, I it's really like, we, we only, yeah, we only know Kamala. It's, like, one of those things where, like, if you're friends with two people but they're not really friends with each other. And yeah, they're then, like, up and talk and it's, like, you leave and then it's just them by themselves and it's, like, hey, hi. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Oh, Tesla. You, you like cars? And it's a picture of Nicholas Tesla, and it's like... You dumb motherfucker. <sighs> yeah, th- I think there's a reason why we don't hang out. <laughs> yeah, um, <you're> fucking nerd. <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, Bruno is like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. We can lay mm. low. But obviously, Damage Control has those drones, and they're following Comron. It's like, uh, we gotta go. And then it, like, he tries to shoot it, and then, like, the drone gets hit, and it shoots a rocket, which blows up, like, the bodega, mm. like, the restore below them, mm. which, that's where the episode ends. Which, I'm gonna assume, you know, that's, like, Kamala's on her way back, she's probably gonna figure out, like, oh, this stuff is happening, because mm. I'm guessing now the real final plot yeah. that's left is dealing with damage control. And the weird lady who was kind of like, he might be kind of racist. <laughs> I mean. It depends on where you stand, man, I guess. You know, she's just like. She's barely on there to, to, to know. We just she got... was like only there for like the first like two episodes and then like just vanishes for the clandestine plot. But now that the clandestine plot has been wrapped up in a tight little bow. You say tight like it's a nice little bow. And, you know, it's they, they put a bow, and they just... I would say they taped it up and just put the, the, the little already made bow on top of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that probably makes more sense. They, they took all those plot points, shoved it in the closet, and just taped it up so that it doesn't come back out. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, and this is just pure me speculating, mm-hmm. uh, Najee, by putting giving Kamran powers allows him to open a portal and then re- resumes the whole portal, po- you know, portal open, world gets destroyed scenario. Which, I really hope that doesn't happen because that just sounds oh, way you know too he's stupid. Gonna the, he's gonna end up being a villain. Like, potentially, maybe if, if he finds out that, like, Kamala is slightly responsible for her mom's death, for his mom's death. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you convinced my mother to die? It's like, I thought we were friends. But it was to save you in the world. Why is why is every clandestine like this? They're just a race of... I don't know. I'm just like... 
was, uh, you know, they make so many bad assumptions about people. <laughs> so, so many bad assumptions. You know what they say about assumptions, clandestines? It makes an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of where the episode ends. And yeah, I think we've explained it clearly enough. Or if we haven't or already explained it enough. Yeah, the second half really nose dives. Nose dives in terms of like plot progression and like writing and writing. It just like don't I like I like the show fair enough. It's it, it started so great. I, yeah, I think like the like I said, it's like there's a clear like first half and then second half. Like the first half is very solid. It's about what I expected was going to happen from when we left off in the last episode. But I didn't. I, I didn't fully expect like a full like backstory of like, oh, yeah, this is where Aisha was. This is how she met, you know, uh, mm. Kamal's grandfather. This is you know all that stuff. Like you know, and then ultimately, which was nice. Yeah, it, it's nice to see that. It's nice to get to see all that work out. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a little weird that you know Kamala essentially does a whole Back to the Future moment with mm. her. You know, but it's done in a way where it's like it's not too weird no it's not it, it doesn't like break anything and i also feel like um it's clear that like it seems more like it was a power of the bangle that brought her back in time and not her own free will mm-hmm. because obviously once that happens it's like she's brought back to present day mm-hmm. so thankfully I'm, I'm, I'm gonna and i hope i'm hoping that like this doesn't happen any further but like thankfully uh her i guess time travel experience is very minimal mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like she has the power to time travel it's just the bangle cause like a weird like wait till this Mar- wait till the marvels yeah uh, oh yeah the movie yeah i mean i don't know man. that's gonna be yeah but yeah it's uh it's very but well once we get back to present day literally as that plot point gets right back up like in five minutes wraps up the biggest threat in this entire show and to deal with, like, I guess, the original threat that was supposed to be happening in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. The damage control. Yeah, no, so, like, if I were to say something positive, again, the, the, the idea of culture and sort of ta- having these moments to talk about while not being so, like, in-depth, just acknowledging that, yeah, this is something that happened. This is a thing. You probably didn't watch the Gandhi movie. <laughs> So we'll do our best to explain the that the, the the reason for all that here, and it's nice. And you see, like, understand, like, why? Well, not greatly because you're still this. Well, actually, no. He does talk about Mahatma Gandhi and like what yeah, they're trying to do. Yeah, which you can just go in and infer, and but also acknowledge the fact that you know this this happened. This this is a thing. You know, and then from there go on to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, but once we get to the like present day superhero stuff, that's when it starts to really like fall apart. It's like the the fact that we had to wrap everything felt too nicely wrapped. There wasn't that much of a conflict to begin with. We talked about it before, but like the clandestine being like immediately bad or like you know just the fact that they wanted to have a conversation with kamala 
the moment she's like, okay, I'm willing to do this, but there might be some bad, might, we have to like double check to make sure everything's gonna be okay. Like, okay, now we gotta kill you. We gotta kill you now. It's like, I, I like, want like, that bangle. But like, but why? And it's like, I guess like, this episode is supposed to kind of, like the flashback is supposed to kind of like explain why, uh, you know, the clandestine are very like, just mm-hmm. immediate like, all right, let's kill her then. <laughs> Uh, because of what Aisha did, but even Aisha, it seems like she kind of knew like it's not gonna work. You, you know, it's not gonna like help us out. You, mm-hmm. you, you're probably gonna like destroy everything. And you know, like Najee just you know killed her just because she wasn't gonna help her out. Like you know, it's it's just like all right, that's a little like they feel like, like they're villains out of necessity. I feel yes, it's like. It feels like the plot didn't have enough of a, like, like damage control wasn't enough of a big threat in the eyes of the writers, so they wanted to use the clandestines as a sort of superhuman level threat mm-hmm. instead of just damage control and their, like, drones that they took from uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I kind of get, but at the same time, like, a part of me is like... If you're gonna wrap up that clandestine storyline within five minutes of like the penultimate episode, and still have damage control, what as like I guess the last thing mm-hmm. to wrap up, it just feels kind of. I don't know. It just feels kind of weird because it feels like it probably. It feels like it wasn't planned out as well as they wanted it to. Yeah, because it feels like if you wanted to do like a two villain thing and have one of them wrap up like right before the final episode, you would do damage control. Yeah, you would have Kamala have a conversation with, "Hey, listen, all right, yes, I'm a super powered individual." But I'm like, I'm trying to be a hero. I'm trying to be a good guy. I'm trying to stop these guys, mm-hmm. you know? They're the real threat. You know, we got to, like, team up. And then maybe it'd be like a, all right, yeah, I guess we'll we'll help out. Cause it, we'll it, let it slide for now. We'll, we'll let your vigilanteism slide for now. But it does seem like this is the best outcome for all of us mm-hmm. to, to join up against the clandestine. And then it's like a, you know. But it, it feels like the exact opposite. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like it should have been switched or reversed. Yeah, and granted, you just came up with something out of your head. And that, yeah, that, that's, like, literally, like, out of my brain. But that seems way... That makes way more sense for this type of story for me. Yeah. And for me, it's... If, like, for me, it's, like... This is kind of, again, my, my big problem with the Marvel, like, Disney Plus shows. Is that they're written to be, like, shorts. A short series, like, short limited series when... Clearly, it'd be better if you wrote them out as like a season, right? There's a reason why you know season, you know Loki kind of works as one of the best ones because you know it's a season, right? It ends in a way where you're like, oh shit, like where to now? Yeah, and like I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't have that much of a problem because I think the whole, I think, it, well, there were too much, there was too much stuff going on in that show. Yeah, but like it was it, but they were able to wrap it up in a way that made sense. It felt satisfying for the most part. Mm. Like you, you could the... accept the the journey that you know Falcon had to get to being Captain America. Yeah, and uh, WandaVision, it definitely obviously that like, one worked as a limited series. Yeah, I think it worked definitely worked there. Mm. You could argue that like the the finale is a little bit rushed. Mm. Um, but for me, yeah, I think it worked well enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
Yeah, but come on, I mean, Miss Marvel is just yeah, that's a weird one. I mean, Moon Knight, I think definitely. You know that's getting a second season. Like it definitely seems like it will. Mm-hmm. Thank you know, especially because of where where it ends. Mm-hmm. And it felt like disconnected enough from all the Marvel other Marvel properties that you could you were kind of fine with yeah. it being like kind of this short. Yeah. Like it's not gonna like relate to anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh. But you, know, you felt like a nice little detour, right? Yeah. But yeah, I think that is sort of an issue with like the Marvel stuff, and I think you you know with on Disney Plus is that it does have weird pacing issues sometimes. Like sometimes it will work out, like it will work out on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, other times, like I guess with Marvel currently, it's like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I feel like if this is like just like a a normal seasonal episode, maybe not like long. Like twenty or something episodes, but maybe like thirteen, maybe fourteen episodes. Yeah, I, I feel like I honestly feel like the show could have gone for longer because it's what six. Yeah, I honestly feel like it could have gone for like maybe eight, nine. Yeah, just to like flesh out other things more, especially because I feel like, um, like I don't know. I feel like it would probably be more interesting to see Kamala actually try to do more like vigilante superhero stuff yeah because we only get to see her do that like twice one is at the avenger con and the other is at you know at the at the mosque you know and like i guess she kind of does a bit of that during the wedding stuff Mm. but like it'd be nice to have like see her have like a moment like what happens in the first spider-man movie uh in uh yeah uh the mcu spider-man where like it's just like a montage of peter going out being a friendly neighborhood spider-man uh helping random people out it would have been kind of nice mm. to maybe have like seen her like attempt to be like a vigilante you know superhero mm. of like just helping people out maybe getting into a bit of trouble and that's how like damage control gets a little bit like okay the avenger con thing that was weird but now we see her trying to you know save a, guy, a kid at the mosque and that she's trying to stop uh bike robbers you know it's like all right this is a little we need to get on this case you know Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. I think it also would help in terms of building up the clandestine as an actual threat because mm-hmm. yeah, like the, that's their biggest issue is that they they happen way too too fast to be villains and for the most part they seem kind of nice but then as soon as come I was like I'm having second thoughts about this let's try to figure out a better way to get you guys home it's like mm-hmm. nope the bangle's the only way if you're not gonna give us the bangle you're gonna die. Yeah. And all your friends are going to die. And it's like, why? Why would you go that far? <laughs> why would you... Why did you suddenly flipped? Which, it let's let's be honest, the clandestine thing is the weakest part of this show. And now we're going to damage control, which I I might argue was probably... I feel like would have been the best uh, villain story for this season. Yeah, like... It seems like the clandestine were definitely set up to be, like, twist villains of, like... Oh, they seemed nice, but... Plot twist, they're actually bad guys. Mm. And that's why I feel like like, like, I, like I made up. Like It could have just been damage control trying to get to Kamala, being like, she's too dangerous. You know, She's being a vigilante. She's dangerous. Mm. Uh, and then it's like, oops, the clandestine are the real bad guys, and now we got to work together kind of thing. Yeah. Because I feel like... like Because damage control usually isn't like very like villainous. They're kind of just like... Like, the, in the comics, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're literally just a group that just cleans up all the shit that happens after their big superhero fights. Mm. So it'd be kind of funny if they're just very annoyed. They're like, that's it. We're done with this. 
All right, you guys got to stop doing superhero stuff because we're tired of like having to clean up your mess. And this is getting annoying. Would have been kind of a neat dynamic or whatever in this show. Um, but yeah, it's very. I, I think, I think damage control should have taken. Felt like damage control should have been like front and center, mm. especially how it was being set up within those like first two three episodes. You know, of like, yeah. uh, we don't trust this new uh, super powered individual hanging around. You know, we gotta like check on it, chicken on this. You know? Yeah, and then it that plot point gets dropped as soon as the clandestine you know become evil. Mm. So yeah, um, you know this this whole episode definitely gets a it, little. If this episode is the epitome of like the the problems that most Marvel shows have, the pacing, the quick the the lack of development for some characters, and the idea that. You know, we can just get by for a limited series. And here's the thing. Do I think this show is terrible? No. I think it's still a really solid show. It started off fantastic, though. But it's it, the, 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 the cracks are showing, and we need to find a way to fix these cracks. I think by giving, a sh- by giving uh, shows that are more or less made to be shows more room to breathe, I think they, they turn out a lot better. Because, honestly, the moments were... I mean, there, there is a hint of a good show at the beginning of the of, 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 of all this. The first three episodes are evidence of that, right? And then, like, four and five are kind of in the weaker side. Uh, especially this one right now. How do you wrap it up in a sixth episode? I think that's going to be the big thing, right? How are you going to wrap this all up? Yeah, I, I definitely think that's... That is like the problem because sometimes with, when they try to do the six episode like format, mm. it feels just like an extended like movie in a way. Yeah. Um, where where some stuff gets fleshed out, but other stuff doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I feel like an eight, nine, because I'm pretty sure Loki was like nine episodes, wasn't it? I want to say it was less than that. It didn't feel that long. I, the, uh, I'll double check. But continue. Yeah, because like I feel like. Because I get Moon Knight being as short as it was. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Moon Knight is just kind of a weird character. Mm-hmm. Uh, six. It was six, too? Okay, yeah. then, yeah, that just... Yeah, it just feels weird mm-hmm. to me that, like, Loki was able to, like, pull off a, a solid pacing. And I think it is just because they probably were like, okay, we're going to get a season two out of this. Mm-hmm. Which I think... I find kind of weird in my own brain, like, so like, so what is Miss Marvel just not gonna get a season two? Is that is it was that the plan? Like, was it were they gonna wait till like this first these like this you know these six episodes come out and then it's like all right it did well enough we'll give it a season two because I feel like I mean granted that's not like a terrible way to do like mm-hmm. TV shows because that, I think that happens with a lot of different TV shows where yeah they like, give it they give it a limited number and to see how it well it does. Yeah, like, generally, um, I think it's very rare for, like, shows to, like, premiere, like, have their first episode and then be like, oh, yeah, we're getting a season two. Because, I mean, I don't want to bring this up, but, I mean, Halo 
is getting a season two, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that happened like right before the first episode came out. Oh, they the, announced, yeah. yeah, they gave like, it like I think two more seasons. No, I think it was definitely a, a, one more season, like a second mm-hmm. season. Yeah, which I remember being like, that's pretty bold considering yeah. how the show isn't out yet, and we don't know what you know. And we both saw the show when it came out, <laughs> and we yeah, we both saw the show, and it's like, boy, they rare they better. They better be working hard on that season too if they want people back, because, whew, Ooh. oh boy, that was a journey. That was a, that was not the great journey I was expecting. <laughs> that was that was the mid journey. That was a very mid journey. I did. There were no rings. There were no. Well, I remember people. To be fair, I remember people being like, "Okay, when are we gonna get to the Halo rings?" I'm like, "Now we gotta build that shit up, dude. You, you don't understand." Like there's a lot of lore. Yep, and uh, that show, boy, does it get. Does it go free range? Doesn't go free range, but it definitely takes a lot. No, of it goes free range. Oh, yeah, it whatever the fuck it does. Yeah, and it's like you, like, we'll we'll get we'll get into some other time probably. But yeah, boy, that show. Um. Anyways, uh, I feel like it's just weird how Miss Marvel isn't handling its storyline that well because like, i agree it started off pretty strong i think yeah it has a lot of good things on it but um you know it just didn't wasn't able to nail the, the parts that it needed remember how it was like i really hope this isn't turned into like a teen drama like disney channel like thing but with superheroes mm. and i didn't get that but what I instead got was like a very weirdly paced like origin movie for miss mm. marvel mm-hmm. okay it's that monkey's paw buddy Yep, that's that's the monkey's paw. I pulled it. I'm sorry, guys. I should have asked for a teen drama. I it probably would have been had more consistent writing. No, no, I don't want to see the laugh tracks. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh boy. But yeah, um, I think that's about the end of it. I, I do still think it's a good show, but the the cracks are showing. Yeah, like I think by by the end of the last episode i'm gonna be like it's either gonna like that last episode is gonna determine how i feel truly about the show Mm-hmm. well guys i think that's the end of the episode if you enjoyed what you heard be sure to follow us on all uh, social medias instagram facebook and twitter we are more active on instagram at the geese interiors and you when you go on the instagram you will find a link tree to all the podcast sites we're officially part of like apple podcast google podcast spotify pandora all that good stuff as well as a link to the YouTube for all you other listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe on the fa- on YouTube. And we have a Patreon for support in any form of way. And yeah, guys, that's Miss Marvel. Hopefully it does get better. Hopefully the, the last episode will tie everything nicely. We will be coming back with that as well as hopefully Thor. Yeah, the new Thor movie comes out uh, by the time of this recording within the week. Yeah. Um, It probably is already out by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we sh- we were definitely gonna get on that because uh, I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for that movie. You know, I got a seventy on the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but then IMDb has it like a ten out of ten. Well, I did hear they did double down on the Taika stuff, so you might enjoy it a lot more because you like Taika. I like Korg. Hi, my name's Korg. Uh, I'm made of rocks. You don't have to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, this has been uh, it's been a good one. It's been me, your boy Eli. It's been me, Joe. You guys have a good one. Peace.